All right, and welcome back to another episode of The Rad Dad Show. I am Rob. And I am Sal. What are we talking about tonight, Sal? Oh, we got a couple things we're going to talk about before we get to the main topic. All right. One of which is a super uh, major important topic. Super major important. Super major important. Got it. Yes. So October, everybody knows what October is, right? No, tell me what October is. You don't know what October is? Halloween. Besides Halloween. No, it is... uh, (laughs) Those are two important things, but this is uh, super important. Breast Cancer Awareness Month. That is definitely important. Yes. So um, for all you dads out there who, um, with your loving wife, um, ask your doctor, go with her to the doctor and ask her when when she should get checked for a mammogram. Um, Other than skin cancer, breast cancer is the most common cancer among American women. So... You know, breast cancer, uh, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I can't talk tonight. I'm sorry. I've, I've, I've had my tongue twisted. Um, so make a donation. Take your wife to the doctor. Ask ask when she should start getting mammograms. It's always good to know beforehand or catch it before anything uh, anything happens. Uh, I do have a relative, a cousin. Uh, she she beat breast cancer, and uh, which is amazing. It was a uh, it was an uphill battle, but she was strong and she fought it. That's awesome. Did yeah. she have to go through chemo? Yeah, she did chemo. So the second major topic that we're talking about tonight, before we get to the main event or the main card, is the weight loss challenge. Yeah, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing. How you doing? I'm I'm all right. I just came back from <laughs> Alabama, so... Good, good old Southern cooking. Good eating? Yeah. Sal, Sal looks like he's lost like 20 pounds already. Hey, he really stopped eating. We shall see come the week before Thanksgiving. I'm expecting a, a nice bottle. Yeah, man. So he won't even tell me what his progress is. No, no. I no? will not. No, I can't. What? Just... So he goes, how you doing? I, I'm like, I'm down two pounds. He, <laughs> he go, I go, how you doing? He goes, I'm not telling you. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ridiculous. Yes, I, I'm doing well, but right. thanks for asking. Yeah, <laughs> Stopped eating. <laughs> I haven't stopped eating. I still eat, just not as much. You know, I get a Cheerio in the morning and maybe a Cheerio in the afternoon. Oh, boy. So uh, our topic for this evening, uh, besides the two major topics we just discussed, is... um, So I just want to go back to that. Two super important topics. I would say the first topic is definitely super important. Yes. Definitely. Second topic, not super important. I would say definitely interesting as I'm going to beat your ass because I'm just going to fast for two <laughs> weeks and then I'm going to lose all the weight. Yes, I agree. So, yes, first, uh, breast cancer awareness is uh, super important. Second one is just a challenge between uh, Rob and I because he knows he's going to lose. And I do want to say anybody who is battling breast cancer or um, has survived it and, you know, obviously it's it's traumatic and for those battling it, don't give up hope because plenty of people have overcome it and you're not alone. Reach out to your friends and family and if, if you need support. Yes, absolutely. All right. So Reach out to family and friends. So what's the main topic? Main topic, the main card for tonight is um, disciplining your child. Oh, that's a good one. People have much different opinions about this. Oh, yeah. So what is your opinion? Discipline your child. 
<laughs> so are you of the camp where you can spank your child? Am I in the camp where you can spank your child? Yes. I got spanked when I was a kid. Yeah. So what do you think my camp is? I would assume that you you were of that camp. Okay, yes. So what so, but but that's right. I was of that camp. No longer. What do you my mean? my kids are at an age where they understand me now. And so they what, know I will bring the wrath. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> look at him seriously <laughs> without laughing. So so then what do you dis- so your daughters are 10 to 13 about 10 11 12. 10, 11, 12. Yes. So what do you do to discipline them now? I just give them the look and they know and they stop. So they're, they're, they're actually really, they're, they're well behaved. They're going to rebel. They, they're, they're actually well behaved. So like, rebel. No, they are very well behaved. Kids. It, it, like, dude, I, I shit you not. Um, so my middle daughter, she, she gave my wife an eye roll. Dude, she got it. <laughs> Upside the head. She got it, and mm-hmm. and I and I looked at her, my daughter looked at me, and and I looked at her. I said, "Mom tells you something, you roll your eyes at her." I said, "You're lucky you didn't get it harder." <laughs> so yeah, they they uh, they know. I am not of that camp. I'm actually on the opposite side of that camp. Really? Yeah, I do not. And now that we're talking about it, remember we talked about before we started recording that we talked about this. I think we talked about it on an episode, but it wasn't the the main topic. Wasn't the main card? Wasn't the main card. I am not of that camp. I don't agree with hitting your children. I don't agree with the belt. The only time the belt came out of my house was as a fake threat when I was a teenager. And just snapping the belt was enough to scare me. But... Then again, I, you know, respected my parents and though they'll probably start laughing if they listen to this, <laughs> but I, you know, I was, I was afraid of my dad because my dad was very even keel. And when he got mad, you were like, all right, now I cross the line. So that was the cue of, all right, I pushed the limit. I'm good. I'll back out. I mean, I did go after my dad when I was, I think 16 or 17 and he put me on my ass. But besides that. <laughs> I mean, my, my, my father with the belt, um, the Italian wooden slippers, uh, the, the spoon. So the spoon, I, I, the spoon, I feel like everyone gets if you're Italian. That doesn't count. As, it's a form of discipline. But I never really got, like, in my house, you never really got hit with anything. It was the threat, and the threat oh, typically was enough. no. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> No, there were things thrown at my house. Yes, yes. Things are thrown, definitely, but like never got hit with anything. You're lucky. There's, there was a picture of my mom with a knife, and she was pointing at me. My brother took a picture of it. And it looks like she's trying to stab me. It's hysterical. Was it a Polaroid? I don't know what the hell it was. It, it had to be, I guess, at that yeah. time, right? So, yeah, he had, we have a picture of that. That's somewhere. funny. Dangerous, huh? Dangerous at the Schiltz. Yeah. Household. Yeah, she was probably like cutting up carrots or something. Who knows? <laughs> But I think, you know, for me, I, I, I just don't agree with it. Even I was talking to uh, a new father over the weekend and he was disciplining his child by pinching because his child was biting and he was trying to get him to correlate the pinch to the bite. Listen, my older son bit and we would just tell him to knock it off. 
even even at a very young age and you know there's ways to reprimand and say no and like listen listen i'm not one of those parents who says you can't yell at your kid or you can't say no that's absolutely absurd i'm sorry for any of our listeners who do that but who, who do not yell at their kids do not yell at their kids or do not say no Oh, yeah, dude, that's the number one. Ask my kids what the number one word in my yeah. house is. But even like tonight, my son's like, why are you mad? I'm like, I, you guys want to come out and play? So we now we're playing Monkey in the Middle, a lot of Monkey in the Middle recently. And every night after I get home from work, we'll go outside, throw a football, a ball, whatever. And my, my younger son's like, Dad, why are you so mad? And I was like, you literally came in the doorway in the vestibule and dropped all your shit. Your backpacks are there. Your your you came over from soccer. Your soccer socks are there. And I was like, "Who do you think cleans that up? You think we have a maid?" I'm like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I did it by accident and all." Sorry. I'm like, "How by do you accident. take your socks they, yeah. off and leave them in the vestibule <laughs> by accident?" They just fell off, Dad. I'm so I'm so pissed. And I get like, I, you know, it's definitely annoying. But as long as you know, you know, let the kids know, like. My kids still haven't really gotten the swing of school yet. I don't know if your kids have. But one of the things is like this morning, they come downstairs, they watch TV. I'm like, what are you doing? You have one job. I said, all right, a couple of jobs, but it's one to one purpose. Get ready for school. So when me and your mother are ready to go, you are ready. What time do they get up? They get up at like six o'clock. So I'm typically up at six o'clock. It doesn't mean I leave my room. Well, it used to be 4.30, and it's progressively growing later and later. I feel like I'm getting older and older. Um, and I think stress adds into it. So if you're stressed out or, you know, you're you're anxious, sometimes you can't go to bed. And, you know, for some reason now I feel like I need seven hours of sleep. I was reading more and more stuff around, like, sleep and the, how important seven hours is. But yeah. my body is just, like, seven hours, and I need it no matter what. Dude, I, I was always the 5, 5.15 guy. Yeah, Pop I was at 4.30 and go to the gym or go for a run or even write. Dude, come 6 o'clock, I'm looking at my alarm clock. It's like, fuck, I want to sleep more. <laughs> but yeah, I jump out of bed now. I think that's a lot, a lot attributed to COVID, to be honest. I, I think that has something to do with it. It's just a change in, in you know work-life balance where you have to get ready and leave the house. So for most of my professional career, I was out of the house by 6 six fifteen. To you catch know, the train or yeah, whatever. I, I'm going to have to agree with you because when I used to be on site every day for uh, for seven, I used to know how long it used to take me to get to work, but I would always get there like half hour prior. So I knew I had to leave the house by a certain time. Now, you know, if I'm going on project, I don't have to be there at seven, be there at 830 and do what I got to do and get done what I need to get done. But now, you know, as long as I'm sitting in front of my computer by 630, I'm good. Yeah. So there's not long. There's not much of a travel for me. Yeah, and it's the same. Like even this morning, I took the kids to to school. By the time I got back from dropping them off and getting back, making a pot of coffee and coming down to my office or studio, I mean, it was still before eight o'clock. Still, like I'm typically the first guy in. Like that's I'm also not the last guy out, but I always want to be the first guy in because. I feel like most people like to stay late. Yeah. But if you're in early, I get more done. Yep. There's nobody there. To... There's no one there. Yep. It's, it's perfect. So I I actually, one of the things that, that I've done is, and I talked about this in other episodes, I have reminders in my in my calendar. One of the reminders at the end of the day, 5.30 or 5 o'clock, 
It's a reminder to make a list of what to do tomorrow. So that's like one of like um, seven habits of an effective person. Right. Whatever the fuck it's called. But that's one of the things that I picked up as reading a lot of these books is you put reminders in of what you want to do. Um, I downloaded an app recently that kind of helps me as well. Um, so we'll see. But back to back to beating or not beating your children. I am of the camp wow. to not beating or not beating. That's, that's pretty harsh terminology there. Yeah, I, I thought it was disciplining your child. Uh, discipline is. I, listen, I would never lay a hand. Listen, it, for me, I can't lay a hand on my child, even if it was a spanking. It never happened in my house. Now, if you ask my son, I'm sure he'll tell you I like beat the shit out of him. <laughs> they're so they're such drama queens. So look, I, I just want to clear the air here. I I never like beat my kids i spanked them when when Did you slap their hands no i just smacked them on the ass so so and, did and you it, go over so did you ever take them over your knee and spank them no okay so you that's that's a little bit different still if if i asked them not to do something yeah and they still did it i got up and gave them a whack in the ass oh, okay so that's it's, it, so it's like stop yeah you learn now you, you see that when I tell you to do something and you don't, or I ask you not to do something and you continue to do it, you see what happens. Yeah. So the, every action has a reaction. Yeah. So they, I was teaching that them for, for, for a bit. So every reaction has, every action has a reaction. So the action of you not doing what I ask you to do, or the action of you not listening to what I'm saying and continue to do what you're doing, there's going to be reaction or consequences. And they understand that now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, they, uh, I haven't, I haven't had to spank my kids, shit, probably in four years. So, yeah, but your kids are very well behaved. Well, that's because they come from a well-disciplined <laughs> household. <laughs> Listen, there's discipline in my household too, but it's just a little bit different. I mean, I, I see... There, there's 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 parents that I see that their kids are just like bonkers. Are you talking about my children? No, your kids. Actually, I've, your kids are behaved. Well they're behaved when they go to your house. I'm sure. So they're they're I, behaved when they go out. Yes, most of the time. Uh, yes. So when they're home, they're 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 true selves. Everybody's kids are their true selves. They're gonna like, test the kidding? parents yeah. every single time. But when they when they go out, we explain to our, to our kids that when you leave this house, you are a representation. Of not only yourself, but your entire family. Yeah. So how you speak, how you act, and how you dress. You are not only representing yourself, you are representing everybody that you live with. Yeah. So so think about that when you go out. You know, you're representing everybody. So you, you look like you just rolled out of bed. Well, that's yeah. That's, that's what people are gonna think. You exactly. know. And and that's that's. That's what I try and, and teach the kids, you know? That makes sense. I, I just don't think, for me, spanking them was never never a thing, I think, because I wasn't disciplined. So I came from a household where that wasn't the case. And I just carried that over, and I didn't feel that it was necessary to, to do that. Yeah, but did my kids disobey me at times? Yeah, I'm sure, and I'm sure at home it's a different story when they go out to people's houses like or we, they went to their neighbors the neighbor the other day last weekend and i was like listen you gotta be back by two because you know nona's here we're having sunday dinner 
he was like on the clock. He's like 159. I got to go. And you know, the wife t- told my wife that like, he was very like <laughs> precise. Like, Oh, we got to go M- Mikey. We got to go. Good. That's so, good, man. You know, it, it, it's great that, that they listen and you know, sometimes their true selves do come out. My son's a little wise ass, but I mean, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, so I really can't. <laughs> My wife's like, that's all you. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. But as long as you know that what you're teaching them at home, they are, you know, bringing with them. My older son is, my wife says it all the time, always has a smile on his face. Always. He does. Every time I see him, he's always smiling. Always smiling. No matter what he's doing, he could be messing something up. He's smiling. He's happy. He doesn't. I don't know what the hell he's going to do in life, but he, not that I don't want to say he takes, doesn't take life seriously, but he enjoys life to its fullest. And, you know, awesome. I hope that, I honestly, I hope that attitude and, and his perception of, of life continues on throughout his whole life. Cause that's amazing. Yep. I agree. 100%. My younger kids, a piece of work. <laughs> it doesn't have the same attitude, but it's, it's completely different children. Like I, their personalities, personalities are yeah. polar opposites. So, but I think, you know, uh, for from our perspective, I think it's, you know, do what you feel is right for your children. You know, I, I'm not advocating for belts or, or beatings, but if you feel that like a smack on the tush or a smack on the hand is appropriate, then listen. But let me ask you this. You, you ask your child to stop doing what they're doing. Once. Twice. Three times. They continue. What What do you do? So my mom always had this mean face where she like bared her like lower teeth and you knew that was like serious. Yeah. That's like kind of, I don't do it, but when I get angry, th- so it's really weird. When I get angry, they get scared. My wife gets angry. They just like to tease her more. <laughs> and it's completely like they're, they're terrified of me when I get angry. When my wife gets angry, they're, they just, bust her stones even more and she's like i am gonna lose my shit and she does she like like just freaks out and and you know disappears and and goes away and but at the same point most of the time it doesn't get to that point and if it does then they get punished they you know my kids are really big gamers to a point so the the ipad that just went off momentarily ago which i probably edited out at this point it's my son's because he hasn't had it for four weeks because he lost it. Wow. So they lose. I know your kids don't have no devices, but well, they, they, so my oldest and my middle, they have a phone now. So they know that don't tell them my son's that they, they know. Well, I mean, she's in sixth grade. So I told my son, he's not getting one until he's 16 now. Mm-hmm. That's the new age. It, it keeps, I said, keep doing stuff. And it's going to keep going up. So they know that the the, the disciplinary, disciplinary measure there is going to be removing them from their... So they have their own Chromebook and they have their iPhone. So that'll be... As of late, that's that's the disciplinary measure that we take. And we haven't had to do it because, like I said, they, I mean, they listen. You know, my kids set the table at dinner time. Uh, they clean up the table. If I ask them to wash the dishes because my wife and I are busy to wash the dishes... So that's amazing that they wash the dishes, by the way. It's funny. They all fight. I'm washing. No, I'm washing. You dry. All right. You dry. And then you put away. <laughs> Look, I, I still like to touch on this topic because I've been to birthday parties 
where there is the obvious kid that is going around terrorizing everybody. And the parent is just, <laughs> oh, Marcus, stop that. You're, 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 you're being a little silly. He's fucking jumping on the kid's back. What do you mean he's being silly? He's being a fucking asshole. <laughs> Go over, grab your fucking son, and sit him the fuck down. To that point, I will grab my kids and, and reprimand them in front of everybody. I'm not opposed to that by any means. Like, my, I forget. It, it happens more often. Like, we'll be outside. We'll be doing, like, somewhere, and they'll do something I disagree with, or we'll be at a friend's house. I'll pull them aside and be like, listen, that's not appropriate, and you know that. But all right, let's get, let's get to uh, what's our dad lesson for tonight. Discipline your kids. <laughs> Discipline your kids in any way you see fit. Yes, within reason. So if it's by talking to them, by yelling at them, by whatever, um, that's fine. By you know spanking or whatever you want to do. But at the same point, don't don't be excessive. That's, don't don't be afraid to use the word no, because. When you continue to give in to your child, you continue to say yes, you will turn your child into an entitled person who thinks the world owes them everything. I teach my kids they need to work hard for what they want. I don't mind splurging on my kids. I don't mind buying, the, buying my kids what they need. Yes, there's things that they want. There's things that I want too. And, and they understand that. Uh, I don't say no on everything that they want, but they understand that they have to make a good effort or plead their case as to why they really need it. I agree. I think, and that's that's one of the hard things when, you know, is it... It's one of those hard things when your child, you know, constantly wants something. And I'm just like, no, I'm not, you're not getting it. It's Chris, it's almost Christmas time now. So put it on your, Santa's coming on your list. That's an idea. We got to talk about Santa's list, checking it twice. Yeah. And what, what's the appropriate age? True. We should, we should have a, uh, put that on the, to, to do. Yes. All right. On the docket. On the docket. So I think that gives a wrap to reprimanding your child. And we will go into the bourbon tasting. Yes. Do we need a break or are we going no. right in? All right, we'll, let's we'll, go. This is a great segue. We go from beating our kids to drinking bourbon. <laughs> you mean reprimanding, Sal? <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Before you said beating. and So now you want to tiptoe? You, you want to soften the term now? <laughs> so We are not advocating for beating your children, by the way. Absolutely not. No, we do not. No. Um, so tonight we are tasting drinking a um, straight rye whiskey. The name of the bottle, Hudson Whiskey, New York. And uh, I actually kind of like the name that they put on the label. It's called uh, Back Room Deal. Pretty cool. So it is a straight rye whiskey finished in peated scotch barrels. Uh, Distilled and finished by Tuttletown Spirits. I hope I pronounced that correctly. In Gardner, New York. Proof is 92 proof, 46% alcohol by volume. It is aged a minimum of three years. Uh, filtration is unknown. Batch size is unknown. 
the mash bill, 95% rye, 5% malted barley. It does not have any awards. It should have an award on the name. Backroom deal. Uh, color, caramel, price point anywhere is between 58 and 68. You pay any more than 68, you're getting ripped off. A uh, little history regarding their barrels. They send their ex-bourbon barrels across the Atlantic where they are used to age peated whiskey, then emptied and returned to their distillery to be filled up again with straight rye whiskey. There's nothing sinister about it. It's just how the world works. A bit of smoke, a bit of spice, good enough to seal the deal. Backroom deal, I guess, right? I guess. You want some more? I'm still working on my sixth glass. Thanks. Nose and aroma. Uh, definitely rye spice. Turn that thing off. Sorry. Definitely rye spice. Um, and and uh, I got a hint of scotch. That one too. Turn that one off. I get a, a, a hint of scotch on, on, on the sniff. The old, uh, the old schnoz. Uh, tasting notes. Always taste everything neat. Uh, it is uh, smooth up front with a slight burn on the finish. And I don't know if you get this, Rob, but I get a lingering smoke at the end, the finish. Overall, it's not complex. I think it's an easy sipper for a rye. The rye spice and, and hints of scotch definitely come through. Uh, I, 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 it's not a bad bottle. I, don't, I, I, I enjoy it. I'll give my rank after you give yours. How's that? All right. <laughs> so for me, the the um, the aroma is pretty incredible. It, it really is it's unique. Early on, where I was saying there's a little bit of a sweetness, almost a berry to it. It's definitely peaty and, and very scotty, scotchy, um, and a smoky flavor. When I first smelled the glass as we poured it out, I was like, it smells like a campfire. Like it really does. The that first whiff smelled like a campfire. Yeah, the smoke def- definitely comes through. Uh, the taste is 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 a nice mellow. Um, has a slight burn to it to to finish it out. It is uh, obviously depending on which what we ate tonight. So Sal had a Cheerio. 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 <laughs> I am not the biggest fan because I don't really like scotch. So that's that's really a downfall for me. I probably would not buy this bottle. I I don't per, personally I don't really don't like rye whiskey. Most of the times we, we've had some exceptions on the show, and I really don't like Scotch because the the peatiness. But this gives a nice mellow flavor to both, and kind of mellows out uh, each uh, burn and and spice from between the two. So it's not bad if if that's what you're going for. For me personally, it's not. I like the aroma. I'll, I'll give that a two. I think the taste is is a Maybe a, a two, but I think the price point, while it's probably on par with where it should be, I just wouldn't pay it. So I'm I'm gonna go one there. So I think I'm gonna give it an overall five. All right, I, I'm not too far uh, in front of you. I was gonna give this a uh, six and a half. So I I'm gonna agree with you. A little expensive. Um, you know, I think on average it's sixty bucks. So it is it is it is a, a bit expensive. I did notice that. Uh, on their label, it is distilled and finished in in Gardner, New York, but then they ship it down to Edison, New Jersey, 
uh, for bottling. So, I mean, that could be part of the, the expense there, some additional cost, which, you know, I, you got to cover all costs, right? So. Exactly. So I'm going to go with, uh, what did I say, six, six and a half? Six and a half, you said. I'm going to go with a six and a half. That is my um, my ranking. And I think I think this brings us to the end of the um, the episode, Rob. What do you think? That it does, Sal. Yeah, well, I'd like to thank everybody for coming along for the ride. Um, and just uh, remind everybody, uh, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Take your wife to the doctor or go to the doctor with her if you have any concerns and see when she should start uh, getting tested. Or you know what? Maybe you be the doctor. Maybe you can squeeze those boobies. And uh, and if she's got a lump, then say, hey, we're going to the doctor. <laughs> oh, right? Boy. Who better knows than, than the husband, than, than us? If y- your wife is not touching her boobs every day, I mean, aside from... Washing washing the uh, the boob sweat away when she's in the shower. She's not caressing those boobies. So do the right thing. Next time you're laying next to her or on top of her or beneath her, grab those boobies, get a nice squeeze, and, and you know see if you find anything. And if you do find something, say, hey, hon, I think it's time we go to the doctor. And trust me, I know from experience. No? From what experience? So, so years ago... I was fondling my wife, and I felt something, and uh, it was benign. It was benign. They they oh, found they good. went in there, checked it out. It was benign. So, I mean, honestly. So tell them Sal sent you. Right, exactly. <laughs> tell them I sent you. <laughs> no, guys, I, I, I'm I'm being a hundred percent honest. Your your wife, unless it runs in the family, she's not she's not going to sit there and caress her boobs or look for something. When you're intimate with your wife, you know, take a side note. Hey, look, maybe I should feel for something. Feel around if you find something or notice something. Yes, it might kill the mood. And tell your wife, hey, look, I think there's something here. So I'm really, I'm, dude, I'm being 100% honest. Yes, it's, it's funny when, when, I, when I said it, but honestly, that's, that's, I mean, guys are more than likely to touch their, their wives' breasts, I hope. And, and just do the right thing. I can't wait until we talked about proctology. I don't know what that is. When you get checked. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good in that department. <laughs> have, have you gotten checked? No. <laughs> it's post 50. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, thank you very much. Uh, Donate. Take your wife to the doctor or feel around. See if you find anything. Um, Keep listening. Keep sharing. Keep sending us some feedback. Keep liking our Instagram posts. Our uh, social media department is rocking. Killing it. Yeah. Sometimes it can be off. Um, But uh, we do appreciate you guys for all the support we thank you from the bottom of our heart uh we love you guys thank you very much and we'll see you next episode